live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. I was surprised it was so close, though. Yeah. As what mentioned, 1.7 million people voted for Herschel Walker. Who are these 1.7 million people? <laughs> people I, I who mean, wanted to win. I mean, just remember people what that we've wanted heard to in, the, win. in the past. And that's what's terrible. It's just about winning. And I yeah. thought that the, power. to mm-hmm. your point about the white guys, about Mitch McConnell yeah. and Lindsey Graham, you know, the Republicans are always arguing about identity politics and how Democrats use too much identity politics. Mm-hmm. And we talk too much about race and we talk too much about uh, the LGBTQ plus community and it's not about identity politics. They made that race about identity politics. Yeah, well. They tried to find a black man Are you saying because there was another black I man mean, running. Duh. And they found, to me, the worst, most unqualified, most undignified black man to run against Senator Raphael Warnock, who has so much dignity and who's actually a pastor at Martin Luther King's and a, former and church and has a, do- I believe he has a doctorate. Yeah. And so that's an insult to me yeah. as a black woman. Like, how dare you think that that is okay? That was one of the most vile things that I've heard on TV in a very nice packaged way. I mean, first of all, Sonny, uh, Sonny Hostin, is that her name? Sonny, I know that's her name. She says, who are these people who voted for Herschel Walker? Who are these 1.7 million people? Now, don't get me wrong. I'll, I can dish it out. I can take it. I know I say a lot of things. I call people pedophiles. I call them disgusting and all that. Who are these 1.7 million voters? Well, I can tell you who they are. They're God-fearing Christians. They're family men and women. They're mothers and fathers. They're people that are sick of the rising crime. They're people that are sick of uh, people like Raphael Warnock, who you said, who's a pastor, but who yet puts people out in the streets during the winter months, okay, during the holidays, who, uh, you know, uh, abuses women, who commits crimes, who are these 1.7 million people? They're people that just want to vote for something different than what you're offering or what Senator Raphael Warnock is offering. And then to say, and then they go out there and they got to get a black guy because we had a black guy running on our side, so they ought to go out there and get a black guy. And they picked the most unqualified, most undignified black man to run, she says. Um, do you not remember just a few weeks ago when Sonny and, and, uh, what's her name? Whoopi and Joyless were pawning all over, um, John Fetterneck and that lump on his neck and in the bear, I stand with the LGBTQ and I don't stand with the, and I stand and I stand. 
Here they go out and get the most unqualified, most undignified black man to run. But yet, just a few weeks ago, you guys were all in love with John Fetterman, who can't even have a conversation. So you're sitting there calling this man undignified and unqualified and stupid, and his supporters, you know, obviously also undignified, unqualified, and stupid. But at the same time, you were just in a love fest over John Fetterman, who can't even say his ABCs. A, B, C, D, F, 4, 13, 27, B, Z, Y, and I stand. That would, him, that would be John Fetterman saying the ABCs, and he's a United States senator-elect. Or how about even better yet, your resident of the United States of America, Joseph Robinette Biden who says things like this. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. Did you understand that? One more time. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. There you go. You, that's qualified. That's dignified. These people are such hypocrites and they're such losers and such liars. Race baiting losers. They have zero idea. They have zero care in the world about the border. You heard Biden himself say it, right? There's far more important things going on in the world. Not to torture you, but just so you can see what all these. There's millions and millions of people in our country who believe and say what these people say. And I know they say the same thing about us. But somewhere along the lines, there's a middle common sense ground that I don't think these people could ever find it's again. It's a lot of political theater I see coming from the Republicans. They're trying to reframe the conversation as to what is important to Americans, how abortion uh, isn't important to Americans. I don't know. It was important at the voter booth for them. Yeah, um, that's you know, why we got the it's house. Inflation, moron. inflation, inflation. The price of gas is sky high. I just paid about $2.50 here in New York for gas. Um, I, have an, I have an old clunker car, but still. And, and, and the other thing is, you know, you see these Republicans going to the border and then taking boats to the border. And then you see DeSantis sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard. That's all theater. What are they working on so that the dreamers can actually have something? I mean, there is a bipartisan yes, thing. Yes. So that DACA recipients, dreamers, mm-hmm. so that we can have undocumented immigrants who are some of the most talented people that we have coming into right, this country. Right. Why can't they work on no. that? How about the American dreamers? How about the American dream? How about our children? How about our youth? How about our people that want something? How about our uh, veterans that are homeless in the street? How about the people that have nothing in the ghettos, in the trailer parks? What about those people? Cannot they dream? What about their American dream? Oh, yeah, they don't exist. So you see what their priorities are not with America. Their priorities are not with Americans. And their priorities are not with common sense and common ground ground between two two political uh, parties. They are extreme. They're extreme. And so what have they caused? They built MAGA. Just like just like Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden gave us Donald Trump, these people and what they've done, their radical way of thinking has created an alternative force to fight that, which is MAGA. So thank you, ladies of The View. Thank you, Chris Cuomo. Thank you, CNN. Thank you, Trevor Noah. Thank you, Bill Maher. Thank you, uh, what's that fat loser who makes the films from Michigan? 
Eli, what's that fat loser who makes the films for Michigan? The one that looks like Rosie O'Donnell? Michael Moore. Thank you, Michael Moore. Thank you, all you losers. Because if it wasn't for you, we would not have a Make America Great Again movement that is literally the largest political movement since the inception of the Republican Party that freed the slaves from the same Democrats that we are under tyranny from today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of, of, of America, of New Hampshire, the granite state of America, I almost said. Uh, it's a blessing to be here with you. Thank you all. If, the, if you're watching for the first time, I'll ask you to please like the video. If you're watching for the 100,000th time, then you definitely should have already liked the video, which means we should have 3,333 rumbles, but we only have 637. So the math doesn't add up. Maybe it's common core. Anyway, folks, I do appreciate you being here. We got one heck of a show for you today. Great show by Loud Majority uh, before me. And if you, for, if you did not watch the Rise Up episode today, episode five, you definitely should check that out. What a great day. What a great uh, time it is to rise up with you guys with the new Rise Up coffee. We've been drinking our Rise Up coffee while we do the Rise Up podcast. And next week, we are going to open up Telegram uh, calls in like we used to do the Telegram coffee talk. You'll be able to call in. While we're live on the Rise Up Rumble cha- uh, show as well. So we're going to kind of mix and match. And I understand though some people were banned from the um, Telegram page and while we were getting rid of bots. We are working on bringing you back. I apologize if you are going to be swept up in that, uh, that, you know, that purge that we keep doing. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, we got a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited. Going to be a big show for you today. Um, So thank you for being here. We're going to get right to the verse of the day, which we started talking about this morning on Rise Up, ladies and gentlemen. If you you watch that show, we started talking about that verse. But before we do that, we are going to right now, (laughs) there goes Santa. You see that? We're going to right now say thank you to some of the online donors on JeremyHarrell.com. We've got one-time and monthly donors, and if it wasn't for these folks, we would not even be able to be a show. So thank you to Jane Satmary. Thank you very much for your monthly donation. Thank you, Amelia Levanchi. God bless you. Angela Aldridge, Merry Christmas, and thank you so very much. Scott Patterson, thank you, sir. Pam Shepard, God bless you and thank you very much. She said, keep up your amazing work. All glory uh, to God for the positive impact you make in our daily lives. I feel the same way. Ditto. Michael Weed, thank you very much. God bless you, sir. Larry and Lori DeYoung, God bless you both. Merry Christmas. We've got uh, Christine Lano, who donated one time, $50. Thank you very much. Karen Baker, also a one-time donor. Thank you. Karen Hobbs, not Katie. Uh, Christine Conklin, Jacqueline Claxton, and Michelle Mead. Thank you all so much for your kind monthly donations to Live from America. Without you, we do not exist. Let's get to the verse of the day, folks. It was an important one, and it was titled, You Can't Even Imagine What is Waiting. Now, what we do on the Rise Up show is we go through our, our whole show, and at the end of the show, I read the verse of the day, which I put out usually around 7 o'clock a.m., Okay, and I do not read the description of uh, my take on that verse uh, until this show. So I kind of like a to be continued. So that's another way, another reason for you to watch Rise Up in the Mornings if you can. But anyway, you can't even imagine what's waiting. 
Verse of the day comes from 1 Corinthians 2.9, which says, But as it is written, What no eye has seen, no ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. Again, you can't even imagine what is waiting for you in the promised afterlife with God. This verse really tries to make you, the reader, understand the love of our almighty creator and what he's prepared for us and what he's preparing for us. As a matter of fact, the one he has tasked to prepare the way for us is the same one who was tortured for you in order for you to even get there in the first place. So let me get this straight. God was born as a human, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of man and the son of God, specifically to be, sacri- to be the sacrificial lamb for all the bad that you have ever done and will ever do in the future just so he could go before you and spend that time preparing the way for you to arrive. Wow. When you put it like that, it sure sounds like he is going out of his way for little old you, huh? All that love, and it still doesn't help you understand what was just said in that verse. I just explained it to you the best way that I can, and you still can't understand it. Neither can I. We can only assume and imagine, but we are not capable of truly understanding what is in store for us. All he requires of you is to love him. To love him, you must believe in him. To believe in him, you must believe in Jesus and what Jesus did. Then you must look at yourself in the great mirror of the Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen anything irrespective of its value? Have you ever lusted after another individual? Have you ever taken the Lord's name in vain? Have you ever dishonored your mother or your father? If you answered yes to all of these, then the mirror would show you that you are a lying thief, a blasphemer, and an adulterer at heart who dishonors their mother and their father, and by doing so dishonors your father in heaven. And you may say, well, I did all those things in the past. I don't do them now. Well, I'd say that everything is in the past. What you just read and what you just heard is in the past, but it doesn't make it not real or relevant. Repent from those things now, today, and love your God in heaven because the love that he has for you is more than you will ever know. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Think about that throughout your day. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The closer we get, the uglier we look, but the better our soul and our heart becomes it truly is great it's amazing isn't it ladies and gentlemen are you ready 
I'm ready. I know the LFA family is ready. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day as Santa goes flying by there on the screen. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Happy anniversary, Suzanne. I hope you're ready. If you shared the video, thank you. If you haven't, please do so. If you've not liked the video, please do so. For everybody in the lower comment section, I don't think you might have, um, I don't know if you have a profile or not, but I want to say thank you as well. Here we go. Arizona Mojave County Board of Supervisors is discussing litigation against Maricopa County for following, I mean, for certifying the fraudulent election and basically disenfranchising the devoters of Mojave County. Folks, this is huge news. This is big news. Why? Because not only are you going to have individuals who have standing, Carrie Lake, Abe Hamaday, Mark Fincham, Blake Masters, and others, not only are you going, well, I don't know, I don't know if you can see it, if you can get, I'm I'm sure you can still get in on the lawsuit. Not only are you going to have the individuals, the people that were running for the elected position to have standing, but you're also going to have voters who have standing because they were disenfranchised. They have proof of the disenfranchisement. They have proof that they were told to go to this place, to that place, to this place, to that place. And they have proof that their vote didn't count. Boom, by the tens of thousands. But now, now you're going to have counties, actual full counties, and the board of supervisors of those counties also filing litigation against Maricopa County for disenfranchising their voters and the will of their voters and the will of the people. Again, the will of the people is the will of the people. We, the people of Arizona, are Arizonans. So what one does, uh, what one county does, especially if it's Maricopa County, which is responsible for 60% of the vote, which wins and loses you the election in the state of Arizona, you definitely affected them and they have standing. Can you imagine the amount of lawsuits that are piling up, not only by the elected officials, by the non-elected officials, by the cheated officials, by the counties, by the individuals, by we the people, by the voters, ladies and gentlemen, just like Kerry said, it is about to get ugly real quick. And we are going to decipher between the good, the bad, and the ugly. And this is exactly what we needed. We needed a state like Arizona, who's been at the cutting edge forefront of all this since November of of 2020. We need a state like this to show us again, just like they did when they showed us how to do the, um, the audit. We need a state to show us like this how to fight. How to fight to the bitter end and how to actually make something happen. And I have a feeling... I have a feeling that the very first time we are going to see a certification be decertified would be this situation because of the circumstances around it, because of the series of events and the circum, um, the, the, the way that this is all played out from the beginning to the end, because of all the capturing of things before the election, during the election, after the election, because people were trying to raise up lawsuits and, and, and um, talk about violations of, uh, of rules and laws before they certified it, we actually have some, uh, uh, a situation here where we have not had in the 2020 election. So I really do, uh, somebody said the avalanche, bad moon, the avalanche is rolling now. Incredible, incredible analogy. All right? Let's get into this story a little bit here. Um, on December 15th, Mojave County, Arizona Board of Directors are going to discuss possible litigation against Maricopa County for stealing the 2022 election from the people of Arizona, okay? Uh, This was tweeted out by the AZABC15 data guru, and they actually put out the agenda of the special meeting that's going to take place 
in just seven days. Mojave County Board of Supervisors has an agenda item on their 12-15 meeting to discuss possible litigation against Maricopa County and the AZ Secretary of State, who is Katie Hobbs right now, over the 2022 election. You can darn well bet your bottom dollar that you're also going to see uh, uh, Pima County get in on this. You're probably going to see Cochise County get in on this. And that's going to be what makes the difference. Is the is folks, you can only get away with this for so long. And what do I say? And, and I know that there's gonna be people in the comment section that go, they'll get away with it for as long as they want to get away with it. Sooner or later, who's in pursuit? All of us. Not only are the people that are in pursuit gonna catch them sooner or later, and I mean all of them, but if you marry that with all of the tech government collusion uh, that's coming out via Twitter and via the Uh, lawsuit that's going on in Arizona and Missouri, and then you marry that together with um, the Supreme Court case that we talked about yesterday, uh, Brunson versus um, S. Adams. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're about to see an unprecedented amount of, of, of things happening, finally, and it was all just a matter of time. But this kind of, um, this kind of working together, county by county, and then, of course, the voters and the individuals and the people that got cheated out of the election and the people that can prove that there was at least disenfranchising, disenfranchisement of the voter that day. And it could have been upwards of 50,000 voters. We know it was definitely 30,000 voting machines. So how many people tried to go to those specific voting machines? You can easily multiply that by 2, 3, 4, 5, 10. Who knows? Thank you for discussing Brunson versus Adams. You're very welcome. And again, yes, that case is number 22-380, ladies and gentlemen, 22-380. Very important case here and very important for this uh, Mojave County. And now remember, Mojave County was the county that had that board of supervisors, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, who said, I'm doing this under duress. I'm doing this under duress. And a lot of you took the different approach that I had took. I said that I definitely would have, uh, you know, that would have been a sword that I had fallen on. I would have went to jail. A lot of you said, no, 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 no. He's doing it under duress. It's on record. He's going to be able to come back and he's going to be able to do something about it here with all these lawsuits, which I also knew and agreed with. I just would have taken the more, you know, zero to 100 pro- approach. And uh, this approach works just as well. So you guys, you know, you, you guys always bring me back on that narrow path. Amen. Yes, Jeremy, all in God's time. Terry Sue says, I think we're going to start seeing some good things happening. We've actually been seeing a lot of good things happening. Jeremy, and we know, showed a clip of you on their show yesterday. Yeah, I saw yesterday a uh, big channel on Rumble shared a clip. So, you know, LFA TV is on, is on everybody's lips. Rumble is on everybody's lips. And things are moving. Now, Stephen Richer. Stephen Richer, who is in Maricopa County, and he is the board of supervisor that is the uh, county recorder there, who is definitely um, involved in all of the fraud. He has to be as the county recorder. He is now lashing out and attacking the Gateway Pundit for them trying to hold him accountable. He's lashing out at uh, Kerry Lake for holding him accountable. He's going on CNN. This guy looks like bad news bears. You know what I mean? If you saw this guy in the street, you would say to your child, get away from that guy. He looks like he's going to rape you. Like, I'm not kidding. I would never allow my... Let's pull up a picture of this guy, Stephen Richard. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I know we don't judge book by their covers, but come on. When we're talking about Jake Skellington and this guy right here, would you let your kid around this guy? Hi, little girl. 
I have some Skittles here for you. Come in and let's, let's record them together. No, I don't think so. I do not think so. I do not think so at all, Stephen Richard. No way, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, he's going on an, uh, a terror attack here. He's all mad because the walls are closing in. Folks, when they're quiet, they're doing everything they want to do. When they're quiet in the news, they're happy. When nobody's attacking them, they're happy. When they can just go willy-nilly and steal elections and do whatever they want, abuse their power, they're happy. And you can tell somebody who abuses their power by the way they speak about their power. You know what I mean? Like the Nancy Pelosi's of the world and the Chuck Schumer's of the world. The way they speak about their power lets you know what they think about the power that they have. So, we all know that yesterday we talked about Stephen Richer uh, being involved in um, colluding with CISA to, to, uh, to basically uh, silence everybody. And the Gateway Pundit was in, uh, you know, was, was in on exposing that. So so many other people, Carrie Lake, Ben Burkham, everybody's been exposing Stephen Richer. Well, now he's lashing out. He's freaking out at the Gateway Pundit and tweeting out to them stuff like, um, can we, let's pull this up. I think we can fit that on the screen just the way it is. Yeah, here's a tweet. From him, Stephen Richards shared uh, the article. So everybody's calling for the, the, you know, what went on during this meeting? What went on during this meeting? Carrie Lake asked, what's, let's, uh, hold on guys. Let's bring this back. Let me just bring this back here real quick. Let me pull off the uh, banner at the bottom. There we go. All right, here we go. Pull off the banner at the bottom. Now you can see. So you see this picture right here? What is that? Top Maricopa, top Maricopa County officials elections county election officials hold an unannounced meeting um and so katie carrie lake has been saying hey i want the uh, i want to know what was talked about in this meeting so of course Stephen richard lashes out and he says if you want a good example of the moronic stuff that we deal with regularly here's a primary example number one the person said to be hobbs is a staff member so this was about hobbs being in this room that she's not allowed to be in we all saw those pictures right um Number two, we were given a tour. We were giving a tour to two legislators. Number three, we were under camera. And number four, it's our freaking office. We can go in it, said Stephen Richer. So ladies and gentlemen, you see how he's mad. uh, It's our office. We can go in it. Actually, it's the people's office, Stephen Richer. And no, if Katie Hobbs is in there, then yes, the people have a right to know. And then he goes on to say, oh, and LOL at the journalists, in quote, he's talking about Jordan Conradson and the people at the Gateway Pundit who didn't do five minutes of research to learn that open meeting laws aren't even in the ballpark of being applicable here. Hey, maybe Stephen Richer, you wouldn't have to lash out at people if you weren't constantly under the microscope for the crap that you did. So Carrie Lake tweets out and says, um, at Stephen Richard, would you care to provide the minutes from this meeting so we can all see what was discussed? And Stephen Richard, uh, here, let's bring this back up on the screen. Stephen Richard says, hey, Carrie, minutes are not required for educational tours among the recorder, two Republican legislators and an election official and election officials. I'm afraid the author of the article isn't even in the ballpark of understanding open meeting laws. Have a great weekend. No, sir, you have a great weekend because the fact that you're even lashing out on Twitter and you haven't lashed out at all, even during really during the 2020 audit, um, 20, uh, 20 audit that they did and everything, this lets me know that the walls really are caving in on you, you little scumbag, you little loser. You little scumbag, you little loser. The walls really are closing in on you. And just for you, Stephen Richer, here we I'm go. I'm a loser. You're a loser. I'm a loser. Loser. 
Zahar, I do believe that the walls are closing in. Um, it looks like it was Donnie's birthday. Is that Patriot Donnie? Is it Patriot Donnie's birthday? Can we put the uh, Rumble chat back up on the board? I want to see if it's Patriot Donnie's birthday. And we got a $100 Rumble rant. So we want to we show that on the board for the uh, people watching on Roku and Fire Stick. Um, he's a jerk and he will pay for this. Yes, yes, yes. I saw an FOG ad on Facebook with Jeremy in it, said Lacey. FOG is Field of Greens, everybody. Not F-A-G. F-O-G is what it says. Um, <laughs> if it, It's Donnie's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donnie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Donnie. If that's Patriot, Donnie, God bless you, brother. Um, there we go. $100. From Free Spirit 1234, who says, Love the Santa. Well, thank you. We're going to get a whole bunch of people out. We're going to get Jesus on there. We're going to get Nativity people on there. Jeremy, did you get your elf clothes and coasters? Says Melissa Steffi. I do not believe we did. Sabrina, are you out there? Sabrina is not out there. I do not believe we did yet, but we will be making a trip uh, to the post office today. So maybe it's there today. Yes, it is Donnie's birthday. Well, God bless him. What are you, Donnie? 34? 34 years old. Happy birthday, brother. We love you, man. All right. I want to play a quick video, if I could, from Carrie Lake. Now, this is a video. She's um, she's back basically doing what she was always born to do, which is that is ba- being a journalist and a talk show host. I mean, she's not back doing that. But while she's fighting this, she's going to get out her message the way she wants to get it out. So she's back doing little, you know, small little short versions, um, you know, of kind of what we do here. So I'd like to play this video for you right now, if I could. This was her yesterday having Ben Berkwam on to basically thank him for his testimony that he gave for the uh, during the fraudulent certification. And I thought this was a great moment, not only for Ben, but for Carrie Lake, too, because Ben has worked so hard. He deserves all the accolades. I mean, all glory goes to God, but but Ben deserves the... Um, he deserves the accolades for what he does. Check this Talk out. Talk a little folks. bit about more about the lawlessness here in Arizona, because you went from covering the border to covering the lawlessness when it comes to our elections in Maricopa County. And I want to play a clip here. You and another reporter named Jordan Conrad said were were denied access to press conferences when it came to our banana republic style election here in Maricopa County. They didn't deem you uh, credible journalists, even though you may, you two may be some of the only credible journalists left covering news here in Arizona. I want to play a clip of what happened when you tried to get into the Maricopa County Center where they were counting the ballots, where the press conferences were happening about this debacle election. I want to play a clip of what happened. So roll that clip. Thank you, Supervisor. Uh, I typically don't speak at these. I represent uh, folks. I have an organization called Frontline America, and I also represent a media outlet, Real America's Voice News. We were denied entry along with my colleague, Jordan Conradson, to the election office, uh, and I figured this was an appropriate time to redress my grievance. I spend most of my time on the southern border exposing the invasion that's going on down there, especially here in Arizona and what's coming into our country. The biggest concern I have is if this election is certified, the only parties that will benefit from this are the cartels. Uh, They've taken over Mexico and sadly they've taken over many politicians in America. What we saw on election day was outrageous and to say that it was anything but that is 
Uh, either you think we're stupid or you're just that arrogant. Uh, what we've seen from you in the election office and your response, very simple questions needed to be asked. 2020 was a disaster. How was 2022 worse? You cannot say that you can certify an election when half of the voting machines were down. Was it 1,000 people that were disenfranchised? Was it 10,000 of the people that were there in line or the people that didn't show up because they saw on the news the election machines didn't work? The fact that you've already made up your minds, you've already made the decision, this is, this is all semantics. All of us coming up here and speaking is semantics. You've already made your vote. You've already made this decision. You said the world is watching and you're right. They're watching and they're watching this disaster play out in front of them. You responded to the AG with the most, most pathetic, inept response I've ever seen. You have not redressed the grievances of these people. That is the question. And the answer that I hear from everyone across this room is, you cannot certify. So the question is, what is the remedy? The fact that you were on a pack that was going against Carrie Lake, as well as Richer, going against Carrie Lake, how can you say that there's no conflict of interest? You have a secretary of state running against a gubernatorial candidate. How can you say there's no conflict of interest? And then your machines go down on election day. It is absolutely outrageous. If you certify today, the only thing you'll be certifying is your corruption. Thank you again. Boy. You, you, you laid that out so succinctly of what's happening, where the only way to stop this movement or to try to stop this movement, Ben, was to sabotage Election Day. And that's what they did here in Maricopa County. And that's why we have to stay in this fight. So that was a great clip by Carrie. And I know you guys have seen that clip before of Ben. But Ben is, Ben is I got to tell you, the years that I've spent working with Ben helped me become this today helped all this just like you guys helped ben has been that much of a help with me he's taught me how to be a uh he's taught me how to be a a show host he's taught me how to you know really the ins and outs of of this business this new you know alternative media business because he was he was in it before i was i was just still kind of freelancing stuff and he was you know in real america's voice news and other things so um Shout out to Ben, and I'm so glad that he got the recognition that he deserves from Kerry, and and I'm sure there'll be much more for that. Somebody asked what Salem News is. Salem News is nothing but like a place for you to put your show. You know what I mean? Like um, Jenna Ellis has a stuff on Salem News. It's just a, a distribution platform like iHeart or something like that. That's all that is. Uh, but anyway, the walls are closing in for real on the people that have been pointing their fingers at us the entire time. Uh, we're going to take a quick Quick 30 seconds uh, to highlight our, our great, wonderful, amazing, awesome sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, which is Field of Greens. Um, I don't know about you guys, but everybody that I have, I've had one person, I've had literally one person tell me that Field of Greens didn't really work for them. Now, again, I don't know if they tried it for the full 30 days because you do have to take this 30-day challenge. I will tell you this, Field of Greens is so, what it, the first thing that it does, it's its primary thing that it does when you ingest Field of Greens is it goes and it filters out and cleans out your lymph node system. It fills out your filtration system. So what you notice is you start noticing your, your skin complexion start changing. You'll smell the toxins coming out of you for a while, and it, it is kind of gross. Your, your fingernails and your cuticles will be different. The way you're, if you get any psoriasis or like rashes or something, it starts clearing that up. It'll eventually start making you, you know, go to the bathroom quite a lot, but it's cleaning you out and you do lose weight. This stuff is amazing, and it's always what we were supposed to have. We were supposed to have a daily amount of greens, which is vegetables and fruits. 
That's the way God intended from the very beginning. And not a single person in here can say, oh, I get my daily amount every day, all day, all every day of the week. Now you can. One scoop, one bottle of water, boom, it's done. You put it in a shaker like this and you go to town. Be careful though. We warned you. <laughs> we warned you. But everybody in here will attest how great it is. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. Now, going from Arizona down to Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got to go down to Georgia, because you know the devil went down to Georgia, and we've got to go down there too. Georgia lawmakers are considering making a massive uh, election changes in the next legislative session, which is in the beginning of next year, okay? And I, I think every single state, every red state, every swing state that has a Republican legislation that has a governor that will sign a bill that goes to them or even has a Republican legislation to the tune of being able to override any veto from your governor, I implore all of you guys to make the strongest and strictest election laws as you possibly can. As you possibly can. Georgia's election system has been challenged and scrutinized and criticized and passed every test says Georgia Secretary of State Brad Rattenberger. Yeah, right. With Georgia's U.S. Senate runoff in the books and lawmakers gearing up for the next legislative session, the state's voting laws is expected, are, are expected to uh, among, be among the hot-button issues that lawmakers address. Yesterday, the day after uh, U.S. Senate Raphael Warnock de, uh, Je, uh, Georgia in Georgia defeated Republican challenger Herschel Walker, a Democratic state lawmaker said she plans to file legislation to modify the timeline for voting during runoff elections. It would increase the time between a general election and a runoff to six weeks. The measure would also require two weeks of statewide early voting with at least one day of voting on Saturday. The bill will address the shortened timeline for the election that led to various issues with voters receiving absentee ballots in time, extremely long waiting lines, and many people not having the option for weekend voting, State Representative Jasmine Clark D. said in an announcement. So this is a Democrat trying to uh, loosen the voting laws. What we need to do is tighten the voting laws. And what you're going to see is a bunch of legislation that is going to be... Um, that is going to be submitted by Democrats and by Republicans for this next presidential election. And, you're, and the Democrat cities are going to get looser, and I definitely implore, I'm telling you guys, the red states have got to get tighter. And I'm not saying disenfranchise people like Arizona did. I'm saying if you want to vote, you'll vote. And if you want to vote, we're going to make sure that that vote is secure. And the best way to do that is... Get rid of your machines, like Mike Lindell says, melt them down and make prison bars, have one day of voting, no mail-in votes, and have it all counted by midnight. And if you do that, a Republican would win in every state, even in Democrat-run states. They know that. They would say, well, that means that you're rigging the election for you by making it harder to vote. No, we are putting a free and fair election out there and making it harder to cheat. And I would bet you, I would bet you an entire year's salary. I would literally live on nothing if I lost. But I would bet you that every Republican would win even in a Democrat state. I would bet you if you did that. And that's why they don't want to do that. But red states should do that, and they won't. Why? Because they're uniparty, and they don't care about you, the voter. 
That's why we've got to continue getting MAGA candidates out there. That's why we've got to continue running Make America Great Again style candidates for everything. And I'm talking sheriff, county recorders, county commissioners, uh, city councils, school boards. Big one right there. Because those school boards are allowing the indoctrination from the corruption from the top. And we've got to stop that. Or else the next generation after us is going to be just like this generation. And so on and so forth. Sooner or later, we've got to break that cycle. And we're doing it. We are doing it every single day. It doesn't happen like that. These people took decades to build this, and we've already made a big dent in it in two years. And like I said, you're never going to be able to stop. As long as you're in the fight of politics and you're not just sitting back waiting for something to happen, you're going to be in a fight. So ladies and gentlemen, I am very, very honored to fight alongside each and every one of you with our armor of God on every single day. Every single day. All right, moving on. Uh, This is where I'm going to say some viewer discretion advised, okay? Uh, Project Veritas has exposed another disgusting uh, um, dean of schools, okay? Another person in charge, another person of authority. Jeremy, you have to be able to mail in ballots for military, etc. Yes, I understand that. I, I, you know what I meant. I'm just talking about for the general public, but you know what I meant. Yes, people who need them, Definitely, but they've got to be vetted and it's got to be secured. Now, moving back on to Project Veritas, they've exposed another person of authority in our school systems, in teaching our children, like I was just talking about. Now, this time, a private school dean of students brags about teaching queer sex to minors, by the way, minors, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds. So not only is it creepy and is it uh, um, pornographic and is it uh, perverted, but it's also pedophiles pedophiles, pedophiles. Now, the reason why I say viewer discretion advised is because you're going to hear some sex toys referred to in their slang term in these videos that I'm about to show you. So if there's any children that are in the room that you don't want to hear certain words referring to sex toys, please get them out of that room now. However, you do have to see what projects, what project Veritas exposed. So let's, um, let's go ahead and get this. We're going to play two videos here. Okay. Now, the first video here is going to be about the dean of students who's bragging about teaching children queer sex and how to do queer sex and how to pleasure yourself if you want queer sex. Really disgusting stuff. Again, a dean of schools, ladies and gentlemen. Viewer discretion advised. Here we go. Like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. They're just like passing around dildos butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like, how does this work? That's a really like cool part of my job. Parents might be stunned to learn that Bruno's version of love and acceptance means handing out sex toys to underage students. So I've been the dean for four years. During Pride, we do a Pride week every year. And I had, um, I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Who is this? This is uh, an LGBTQ plus health center came in to talk to my high school students. Nice. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them, they're looking at them. In the school? In, in a classroom. 
one. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting there. And we had a drag queen come in, um, pass out cookies and brownies and do photos. It's so amazing. And everybody's cool with that, like the plugs and the dildos. Yeah. No big complaints. Yeah. I mean, if the parents found out, but they... No. It's queer sex. This is the drag queen that came in. What's her name? Uh, Alexis Bevels. Alexis Bevels. And just hung out in my classroom. And was there... Or hung out in my office. You have so we're going to pause this right now. We're going to pause this because we're having a lot of freezing and this is not on my end. This is definitely a rumble issue. So we're just going to wait this out because I know a lot of people did not get to see that uh, video. So we're just going to wait this out. And if you guys want me to play it again, I will go back and play it again. If not, I'll just continue to, if you don't want me to go back and play the whole thing, I won't. I'll just uh, continue playing from right here. So let me just stop for a minute to make sure that we are not freezing. I see definitely some issues going on. Again, this is not us here. This is definitely uh, a rumble issue. So we're just going to wait it out. Usually it fixes. And I'll wait to talk to the LFA family. As a matter of fact, while we're waiting, I'll, put the rumble, I'll pull the rumble chat back up, okay? I'll pull the rumble chat back up. There we go, right there. Let's pull this rumble. Play it, please. Oh, no. I did. It's bull. I'll just mute. That's sick. Okay. I know. I, I see that we're we're back up and running pretty good. So I just want to make sure that. Okay. Don't play it again. No, don't. It's disgusting. I'm good now. All right. So maybe you can go back and watch the version of it afterwards because it looks like a lot of people don't want us to play it again please don't it's sickening well ladies and gentlemen what it was talking about was this dean of school talking about how he pushes sex toys onto young kids who are queer so they can use these sex toys no matter if they're boys or girls so they can use these sex toys um it's disgusting it really is disgusting so a lot of people don't want to see it again so i'm not going to play it again but what i will do is go to the next video now the next video is their response to this, their uh, half-baked, moronic response to this, uh, to Project Veritas, catching them in the act. And I love the way James James O'Keefe lays this out. So ladies and gentlemen, this is James O'Keefe now responding to their response of of this pedophile who's in charge and a dean of school. They're trying to make it like, oh, Project Veritas, edit it. Yeah, okay, here we go. All right, emergency press conference, Project Veritas. We have a... Statement hot off the press from Dan Frank, principal of the Francis W. Parker School in Highland Park, Chicago. This is in reaction to the latest bombshell report. Hot off the press. Let's see what it says. Will they fire the dean? Will they condemn what he said? No, this is they're taking an interesting approach here. Listen to this. Last week at the National Association of Independent Schools People of Color Conference, one of our employees was targeted by the group and misled to believe he was conversing with another conference attendee over a coffee. He was filmed without his knowledge or permission while describing one example of our inclusive, affirming and comprehensive approach to sex education. This group, Project Veritas, has now edited the video with malicious intent. That's interesting, we'll talk about that in a minute. And launched it publicly tonight. Please know this video contains descriptive language. If you choose to view it, we ask you not to share it because it will add to its viral power. So they're saying that we edited it with malicious intent. Literally his words, there, there are no edits. It's just him talking about dildos and butt plugs and spit 
and awful things about with 14 year old girls getting this information. This is, I don't know what, there's no edit. What are they talking about edit? Are they saying he didn't say these things? Then sue me. Sue me. Sue me. Amen. By the way, we never lost a defamation lawsuit. That's because we don't edit anything improperly. Earlier this week, the same group Veritas attempted to ambush our employee at the school and was escorted off campus without incident. Well, we have that video coming tomorrow. Your characterization is maliciously edited, by the way, compared to what we actually have on video. It's always interesting how that works. While we have no reason to believe there is a threat to the physical security of work with the Alderman's office and police has implemented higher security measures. I want, <laughs> these are underage children being given anal sex toys. Anyway, uh, we're sickened by the group's tactics. The invasion happened. We'll be meeting with middle and upper school students tomorrow to support and guidance. Here's the statement. You'll see it on our Twitter page. Stay tuned for tomorrow. And that's what's great about them having their Twitter page back. He's like, here's the statement. You'll see it on our Twitter page. And that's, and that's the funny thing. Please don't share this as it will add to the viralness of this video. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what we want it to do. That's exactly what we want it to do is add to the viralness of the video because it was his words. Leave them kids alone, alone, huh? Leave those kids alone. Well, uh, we have another story about not leaving kids alone, but I think we've had enough of that for just a second. So let's go and let's uh, uh, highlight uh, COVID tax relief dot org ladies and gentlemen covid tax relief.org i've had a lot of people message me that they think that this may be a scam there might be something wrong with this but there's also other people who have already emailed me and taken pictures and sent them to me of their checks they got this is not a scam it is real it is money that is allocated towards business owners 501c3s and churches who were affected by the lockdowns of 20, uh, 2019 through now. And the reason why they're doing this, ladies and gentlemen, is because they hope that you'll be happy with this hush money. Either way, it is still money that is there for you, and you should go get it. If you were affected by it, and you still kept your people on staff, you still kept your staff employed, your W-2 employees, or even if you were shut down and couldn't pay your W-2 employees, then ladies and gentlemen, call or go to covidtaxrelief.org and get your stuff situated now because you are eligible for a lot of money and that money is on the table. It's already passed. It's already been taken from your grandkids. So go get it back. Go to covidtaxrelief.org. Tell your friends friends and family who also own businesses or involved in uh, church to uh, also go there, covidtaxrelief.org, okay? Now, just to get back to this because I think we need to... Look, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that... Satan is after the children. That's who he's after. That's who Satan wants. He wants the children. And that is who they're coming after really, really hard. So anytime this happens, a drag queen story hour or anything like that, then we've got to, we got to expose them. We have to talk about it. And I hate talking about it just as much as anybody else in the world. But we have to talk about it. Now, I see a lot of people mad because it's freezing. And they're saying Rumble is uh, failing us. Rumble's not failing us. It's having a bad day. They're probably being cyber hacked. It's not Rumble's fault. I'm sure they're working very hard to fix it. They're not failing. Rumble's awesome. Just know that. It's okay. Just all you have to do is refresh and it'll be back. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, a radical pro-trans college professor, again, another person of authority, won't let her daughter watch shows that have white boy leads in them. The woke left has made hatred of white people such a national sport for years. But grooming advocate Sally Rubin, again, ladies and gentlemen, Sally Rubin, 
is so abnormal, she cannot bear the thought of her daughter seeing a strong white male on screen. Can't have that. Can't have that. Ruben, who is uh, white, works for an associate professor at Chapman University. She is also the director of multiple films, including Mama Has a Mustache, a transgender film targeted towards young children. Young children. The Nutty Professor directed a movie aimed at grooming your children. Now, Chris F. Rufo last week put out a tweet saying there are multiple corporate sponsors for this repulsive film, including Abby V. Inc. The pharmaceutical firm produces the drug Luprin, a puberty blocker that can cause long-lasting health problems. And so exposing these people is what we need to do. And she says, this, this, um, she says, I think I've been gender conforming for the moment. I came out from the moment I came out of the womb. I was at, I was the birth parent to my daughter. So I had the really interesting experience of being somebody who's probably more butch identified, but carried a child. Um, and my daughter now I say daughter, I mean, she's eight. She calls herself a boy. She calls herself a boy, a girl. I asked her recently, what's her gender? She said, well, you're a girl, mama. You're a boyish girl, and I'm a boy girl. So now, folks, there used to be a place for people like this. It was called the Insane insane Asylum. Rumble is obviously being censored. That's funny, actually, Larry. (laughs) Rumble's not being censored. They're being attacked constantly, all day, every day. But if that's what you mean by censored, yes then they are being censored. Um, so that they silence people like us, right? The, bi- the big people in the NSA, I would think. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of evil that exists all over the world. It's disgusting. And uh, right now, we just had it right here in my town today. There was a shooting alert, a, sh- a shooter, an active shooter alert at our school. And our school, the, our, our public school here was just shut down, our high school. There was no active shooter. It's a hoax. And actually, this is a new trend. Now you might see it in your state coming near you, a hoax where they are calling schools and saying that there's a shooter or that there's a shooter inside or outside so that they're locking the schools down. They're coming all after the kids, ladies and gentlemen, and we're not going to stop telling the truth here on LFA. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to run through a few of these stories really quick. Uh, Biden definitely does not stand with Ukraine any longer. I can't wait for you to tell your lefty friends that Biden did not stand with Ukraine does not stand with Ukraine any longer. There's no way he can. Because if Biden stands with Ukraine, then he would not just have let out the minister of death arms dealer in a trade, in a prisoner swap, I should say, with Russia for the nine-foot-tall man that plays in a woman's league, Brittany Greitens. Brittany Greitens, what's her name? Brittany Grittens? I don't even know what her last name is. But the prisoner swap is now underway, ladies and gentlemen, and the nine-foot-tall man who thinks it's a girl is on his way home right now as we have given them the minister of death. The minister of death during a war with Russia, Ukraine would love to have the minister of death, right? Um, Breathing down their necks, right? Of course, all that's bull anyway, but you get the narrative here. So Biden clearly does not stand with Ukraine because if he did, he wouldn't have just given Russia back somebody that we call the minister of death. But that's happening, and the nine-foot-tall dunking man is coming home to play in the women's league once again. 
In other, in other news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, two RNC committee men are now calling for Ronna McDaniel to step down. Get out of the way. We do not want you as chair any longer of the RNC. Uh, that's big news because it's the first time that anybody in the RNC is actually saying step down. McDaniel is done. We need to get rid of her. And the, uh, the people that wrote that was Roger Valeri of Louisiana. And um, who's the other guy? that did? Roger Valera. And um, it's just sitting here talking all about who. I don't have the other name of the other guy right handy. But two members of the RNC chair or the RNC committee now are calling for Ronna McDaniel to step down. Oh, Valera and you. Y-U-E, I don't know his first name, but that's good because now we have people right inside the RNC saying, hey, we don't want leadership here anymore, too. So that's good. The more people to do that, courage is contagious, the more people will stand up. Uh, Indonesia, ladies and gentlemen, is criminalizing sex before marriage or outside of marriage, I should say. Indonesia criminalizes sex outside of marriage, and it will apply to tourists as well. Also banning opposing state ideology. On Tuesday, Indonesia's parliament passed a new criminal code making it illegal for anyone within the country to engage in sexual activity outside of marriage and for unmarried couples from living together. Under this new law, unmarried couples caught having sex will face prison time for up to one year. Now, ladies and gentlemen, while that's pr- that sounds harsh here in America... That's what the Bible says too. Sex outside of marriage is a deadly sin. You should not be doing that. So if you want to get biblical, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong to make it a law or prison or whatever. But if you want to get biblical, that's the way the Bible says it too. And do you know what else the Bible says? You say, well, what about the tourists coming there? What if they're American? Well, the Bible says that you are to act, um, you are to to adopt the laws and the traditions of any nation or any place that you visit that you are foreign to. So if you want to get biblical here, Indonesia is just basically telling you the exact same thing that the Bible tells you. All right? Now, I know that you guys are having a hard time catching this live version because we're experiencing problems here, but you can easily go back and watch the recorded version after, and it should be just fine, okay? I'm just saying, if you want to get biblical, and ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has now banned TikTok for all government officials in the state of Texas, following along with South Dakota and Christy Nome. I told you, once one person does it, others do, and we need to keep that going. We need to keep that going. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America today. God bless each and every one of you for sticking through the freezing. I apologize. Uh, just go back and watch the parts where you missed or later because the recorded version should be just fine. On your way out, make sure you rumble this video. Go to JeremyHerald.com. Check out all the new Christmas presents we have there. So thank you for doing that as well. Mike Crispy Unafraid is coming up next, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to want to miss Mike, miss Mike Crispy, especially when he's live and loud because he tends to get that way, and I absolutely love it. So remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy Unafraid is coming up next, so keep a smile on your face, keep your family's coast, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace!